0: Welcome back to the Tapes Archive podcast, where we release interviews that have never been heard before. In this episode, we have the Prince of Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne. At the time of this interview in 1997, Osbourne was 49 years old and was promoting his multi-band tour, OzFest. In the interview, Ozzy talks about his love for his fans, how the Sabbath reunion came to be, Marilyn Manson, and the legacy of OzFest. What? What?
1: Good evening, Ozzy. Hello there. How are you? Fine.
0: As always, we have music critic Mark Allen at the helm conducting the interview. If you'd like to support the show, please like, follow, and subscribe to us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. There, we post other content and information not available on the podcast. If you'd like to read the transcripts for any of our episodes, please head over to our website at thetapesarchive.com. We'll jump into the interview after a quick word from our sponsors. The Tapes Archive is proud to be sponsored by the true crime documentary, Dead Man's Line.
1: You've got a hundred armed officers around here trying to get a shot at me. I dared them to shoot me. I didn't go down there to be a buffoon. I went down there for vengeance. And that's God, I'll have vengeance. In 1977, Tony Karitsis kidnapped a mortgage broker and held him captive for three days. For the first time
0: ever, the media was able to cover the event live. To some, Tony was a hero. To others, he was a crazed thug. Dead Man's Line, the true story of Tony Kiritsis. This award-winning film is available exclusively on Amazon Prime. One last thing before we get to the interview, the Tapes Archive podcast is a proud member of Osiris Media, a global community connecting passionate fans with podcasts and experiences about artists and topics you love. Thanks for tuning in, and now it's time to open the vault.
2: How are you? I'm fine. Good. Well, first thing, thanks for talking to me. It's been oh, a long time. You. And uh, I, I also want to say, you know, every time I've seen you perform over the last five, six years or so, you, you seem genuinely surprised and pleased by the fan adoration. You know, they just love you and pleased, I can understand. But but why are you so, why are you
1: surprised?
2: Well, it's every time I go out,
1: I mean, I mean, I've been doing it a long time, you know. I mean, and, and I've lost you a hell of a long run, you know. I mean. I mean, I'm just absolutely thrilled to to be on stage and playing for. People still want to see me because I've never really raised myself as was a great singer. But, I mean, I've got such a love for them people. It's just it's about, it's, it's like a love affair that, it's like, it's like when you wait for a girlfriend, you know, and you're all bubbly and all excited to see her. And then when you see, you get all that nice feeling inside, when you see the person you really want to be with, you know. And that's what I feel about my audience. You know? I really genuinely do have a love affair in my audience. It's, it's, it's it's really amazing. It's better than any drug, any any anything I've ever had. The the, the audience feeling I
2: get. So that's why
1: retirement sucked. Huh? Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I, I
2: miss my girlfriend. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, This tour, I mean, it seems to me, and I I don't know if you have the same success in other cities that you you do in Indianapolis, but every time you come here, there's 15,000 or so people. And this tour seems like, man, really piling it on. Why are you, you know, you could go out solo and get the the same number of people. Why are you doing this whole huge tour?
1: Well, the reason why is because eventually the inevitable thing is gonna happen. Whereas I do retire, you know? I mean, if eventually everything comes to an end, but I'd like to leave my mark. and I'd like the odds fest to go on with or without me, you know, as long as I'm involved to some capacity. It'll be there for a long time, you know? I mean, I want to be involved some, to some capacity, whether I'm playing or not. So it's my way of saying, I'm still here, you know? I haven't quite gone away, you know? I'm thinking of the long-term thing, you know? You're not going away anytime soon, are you? I mean, you're not stopping, are you? No way. No, okay. I didn't- think so. The reason why... The, uh, sorry? I well, mean, no. Two... Three... Excuse
2: me. Second. Okay, sure.
1: Four number four. Um, what was just saying uh, You we were saying that you were going to be sticking with it for a while, I think. I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I mean, as Murphy's law goes, uh, anything can happen at any given moment. So, when my wife came up with a suggestion at the beginning, at the middle of last year, About the Oscars, I said, "Do you think we're going to buy up more than we can chew?" And I know I could do it on my own. I could, I could sell these plays around, but. I, I like to, I've been, always been a kind of a pioneer throughout my career and, and I love to give people the, people the benefit of the doubt, you know. I love the shock value like Marilyn Manson. It's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to ask you about that about that later, but uh, uh,
2: uh, do you have a, a sense of, of why people have stuck with you over the years? I mean, aside from the fact that they like your music, is there something about I you I,
1: I, I don't know and I don't really want to know. I am just, I mean, I'm one of these people that if I find out the you I'll fall to pieces. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Um, how did the Sabbath reunion idea come come to Well, you know, I've been I,
1: I've been asked time and time and t- you, I mean, every time I walk out my bloody door, someone says, "Will there ever be a chance of a reunion?" Uh, got... Unfortunately, it's not quite Black Sabbath because Billy's not there, you know. But right. it's the best part of it. It's, it's a good part of Black Sabbath, I and mean, we'll, we'll be able to play the old stuff with the, with the guitar. But Michael is my drummer, is going to be playing drums. It looks like. But uh, you know, uh, we're just going to play as much as the uh, best we can and just to put it in a rest, because nobody plays the guitar like I am with them Sabbath songs, you know, and nobody, he's a great great bass player, so is Michael Horton, a good drummer, you know, but, and, 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 you know, I rehearsed it, I hadn't played with him for a long, long time, and I don't know why we ever bothered rehearsing, but we just played, you know. And, and how does it
2: sound? Is it like you never left, or is it a whole different feeling? You know, it's,
1: it's still like I never left because I mean, I've been solo longer than I've with Sabbath. But we grew up together. We went to the same. We lived within a two-mile radius of each other. And it's like going back to see your family, you know. It's like a family reunion. So we, you know, we just talked about how each other's mums and dads were. You know, unfortunately, Tony's mother just passed away last year, which is very sad. And uh, we, just, we we spent most of the time just reflecting on the old times. You know, when we did I did this crazy and they did that crazy stuff. And then and the first time we came to the States and, and it was just great to talk all war stories and remember when you, we did this and I did that and you did this, you know? Have there been any great
2: memories on earth? I mean, can you tell me one story of the old days that you've been talking oh, about? I
1: mean, I mean, I remember when we first came to the States and we all got on the plane from Heathrow Airport and we were freaked out that the fucking plane was in the air for seven hours. without stopping for gas. We were fucking freaked out. <laughs> we, I mean, we, we thought well, this fucking thing's the size of a house. It's got a for petrol. So you know? <laughs> yeah, no place to stop I mean, really. The, the, the length, of the flight, seven hours. It was like forever, you know. Uh, yeah. Why isn't Bill Ward with you? Oh, to be honest, with you, it's not. It's not my doing. I mean, I, I just uh, Sharon said to me, "What do you think about getting back to the so, And So I said, "Well, ask them." You know, I'm I've always been guy, but it gets it's like the old story was that. And we all got individual managers, and it wasn't so much the band, but the band, the managers. Not saying my wife, but but uh, my wife oh, I was the only one, that's uh, up to par with the current, the present situation, where not 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 putting anybody down, but 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 there's a sort of a communication breakdown was going on in the past. And so I said to Sharon, "But if you can pull it up, pull it up," and I just said, "I'm here, and I'm I'm willing to give it a shot." And I spoke to and Bertani, and I said, well, after, after the last time, they went out with Bill, and it just didn't work because uh, as circumstances, it's nothing personal that I have against Bill Ward. It's just that when I go on stage, no matter what I'm feeling, you know, I have to give the best show I've got and leave my petty, uh, or whatever it was, I call them petty, but it may, may be pretty serious yeah. to the people that are involved. Leave all your problems in the dressing room and pick them up when you get off stage and start right. crazy, it's going crazy. But you don't take your problems on stage with you, you know, it's bad. It's professionally not acceptable in my, my opinion. The audience don't want to know what you do, what you like. And it's like, all I want to do is bang their head and reflect on the past. You know? Can you or are you willing
2: to elaborate on what Bill Ward's? Are. I, I, I don't really know, but, uh, but, but I, don't, I don't know whether. It,
1: I mean, it's, it's Tony and Gieser, who They have to play the music. I mean, oh, it would have been great for me to go up there with Bill and everybody, but uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to start slugging Bill up because I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't have anything bad to say about the man. But uh, but, but Tony and Guiza had played with him since I'd left, and, and they, they, they said it which wouldn't work. And I said, well, why wouldn't it work? And they told me why, and I, and I, I don't, I don't want to repeat what they said to me because it's not my place to, I suggest if you really, I'm well, not being so sarcastic here, but if you, if you really want to find out, I suggest you ask them about it because, I mean, I, I just I, I just can't be bothered to take any fucking bloody dirty laundry on, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not fair on Bill and it's not fair on me, you know. Okay. All right. And, and, then, and then another thing, it's certainly not fair on the people that want to see, you know, because right. all they want to see is see us on that stage and play the music that we were so, so, uh, for such a long time, been have uh, uh, been uh, acknowledged for playing, you know, in our time, you know. Mm-hmm. All this personal shit—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's no, it's nothing to do with anybody else, to be honest. You know, by, by the four of us, and maybe one day, one day it may happen. But I'm fed up with saying yes, it's going to happen. And then at the start, it So it happens, and the firework goes up, and it all runs away again, you know. So. I said, I said I'm willing I'm here you get it together one way or the other and just give me a call and tell me where and when you want to do it and I'll be there the last time I ended up heading in a lion's mouth and I ended up with fucking, with a big pair of tooth mark in my neck <laughs> and I didn't like it you know because all of a sudden it was all my fucking fault and I, and I, said, and I, I didn't want to get involved to that capacity so as far as the Bill Ward situation I really don't have much to say to anybody because I don't really know but, but all I got from Tony and Giza was that it really wouldn't work because I tried it and it, it, you guys do with it you
2: know okay fair enough it's been advertised that you're playing a whole solo set and a whole sabbath set is that correct
1: uh be, uh, be, uh, be, uh, how long do you call a set? It, I mean, well, I'm, you you
2: I'm, usually play 90 minutes to an hour and three quarters, it I think. Be something like that,
1: yeah. Okay, and Sabbath too. We'll uh, do I don't really know. I've got, to, I've got to, I did do some rehearsals, but but then it it kind of went crazy, and then I went out and, and I went, up, I went around and around the world trip on my own to to get away. it. that's what I do, period. I go. So I went to a, a, a Europe for a while, you know, just tracks around Europe for about a month or so. So I, I, I'll let you know if you want to give me a call. About next round is only in the whole you, know, you, know. <laughs> okay. uh, you know, know. We did try rehearsing because Sharon said, Well, why don't you just have a jam and see if you could, you see, if you could still play together? And, and, and i the not being cocksure here, but. I thought I had a little smile to myself. I like, we haven't got a fucking rehearsal. we just got to see each other. Just turn and fucking play, you know? So as I say, when we, when we did meet, before I went on this, this European track of mine, we, we played a couple of tunes, and I said, well, how are you to i How are you doing? What's, what's going on with you? And, you know, I've seen for so long. Good to see you. And we just turned up sitting on a couch talking about old days, you know? Okay, so at this point, you don't even know, like,
2: how deep into the catalog
1: you're going to go. Well, we're or what not going to do We're going to do what, 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 I was, what I did remember saying to them, I said, we're gonna do the classic song, but I would like to do some of the songs that we've never really played live on stage. Like songs, I'm not gonna tell you what we're gonna play, because I want it to be a surprise. There'll be the Iron Man and the War Pigs and the Paranormal, but there's gonna be some other stuff that would so interesting to us to play, you know. Which we've never really played live on stage, ever. Oh, that'll be great. Okay. Then, that'll be great. Yeah, that'll be great. Be it's yeah. kind of the old stuff, it's not the old album. When we wrote them songs, we used to play them live, on understand, before we recorded them, so that, we used to record them, we virtually recorded them live anyway, you know. There's a, an internet chat that uh, you participated
2: in, and you and you said, uh, so much of what's out there these days I don't listen to, it's so angry. Uh,
1: well, that's true, I mean, I mean, it's kind of like, when I say it's so angry, it, it, nobody sings a song with any kind of a melody, you know, it's, mm. it's, it's, I mean, everybody sounds pissed off, and it's like, I like to sort of semi-understand what I'm listening, just doing, going like, going you know, to sort of yelling down the fucking thing, you know. It's, I mean, there's more ways, there's many ways to deliver a hard line without screaming, you know. Okay, so you weren't necessarily talking about people being. No, 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 no! The, 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 the approach that these people have to the but, the, but that's, that's the next generation from me. So I suppose when we started, people were saying the same about us. You know, they couldn't understand what the fuck we were singing because they were so used to listen to lollipop music. You know. Right. How does Marilyn Manson fit into that statement about angry? Well, I, was, I, I like Marilyn Manson because they got a shock value, uh, and I, have, I can't really speak on, on that music because I haven't really. I've, I've sort of heard the one such. On I saw the video. I thought he was very dark, very. But it made me go, hmm, this looks interesting, you know? I like I like them because, you know, like you take them or you fucking don't, you know? There's no there's no bullshit about them, you know? They just, just are what they are. and Apparently, they wear the, the makeup and stuff all the time, you know, so it's, they're not constantly getting into a three-piece suit and getting into a fucking sports car and drive off with a blonde-headed chick with big tits and by the side of him, you know? They're <laughs> yeah. like, they're for real, you know? I mean, people have tried to ban you and, and censor you it's over the years. Of, in the torch and I'll probably pass. Obviously, they will probably pass the torch. I mean, we started you Black Sabbath, then it went to Kiss, then it went to Alice. Alice Cooper was with Sabbath, and it's kind of, it's kind of from that to this. It's
2: all the same fucking. It's all the same jacket with a different style, you know. Right. So is it amazing to you that the 25 years later they're still trying to stop Absolutely. people
1: like this? I mean, I, I was, I, I was waiting for somebody like Marilyn Manson to come and wake these fucking dormant puns up again, you know. Uh-huh. Okay. You're starting your own record label? Yeah, 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 yeah. What is it called? Oz Records. Oz Records and-, and I, you know, I'd like to talk to him to say that it's not primarily a metal label. The mistake I made was calling it Oz Records because everybody thinks it's a metal label and it's not. I mean, uh, whatever, whatever we think's suitable, we'll go for. I mean, I mean, it goes across the world from jazz, rock, blues, folk, all kinds of different stuff. So, I mean, don't anybody who's really diamond. don't just think it's a primarily a metal album, because it, that's, that's far from the truth. It's just a, it's just a fun, we just opened some new offices here in you know, Los Angeles, and it's a really funky vibe there, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, when's your first release coming out? We're just gonna put the, the, the last, we're the, gonna, the, 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 the live album from the last, I was first, it's just quite. it's really good, it's
2: very good. Oh, okay. So that's going to be the first release, and then uh, so, yes. have you signed Axe? Are you going out and doing the A and R? No. Oh, okay. We've got enough for these first you know. uh, Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> So, um, have you heard some of the the young acts that, uh, Yeah,
1: it's really, it's, it's a really, and it, it's got a really lot of energy. There's, there's, there's a load of bands that, I mean, I just did a record for the Howard Stern thing with Type on Negative, that on the album, and they're, they're really good. It's, it's, it's a very, very, it's a very good album. I'm really pleased with it, you know? Yeah, okay. Best Buy is sponsoring this, uh, yeah,
2: this yeah. tour, right? Do you have any, uh, any feeling about that? I mean, here's a, a company where you can't buy a stickered album if you're under
1: 18. Oh, I, 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 I'm, that's purely my wife. My wife runs the business side of it. So I mean, finally we've got somebody that's been interested in, in the event rather than in, in the backlash. You know, I mean, I mean, I don't I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what. I mean, I'm glad in one way that we, we're the rock and roll tour that everybody loves to hate because I mean, it's kind of like I like that kind of publicity angle on it. You know, because it's. It's it's a nasty, people think it's nasty, but it's nice, you know? But how, how about Best Buy? Do you have a feeling about that? I mean, it, it, I, don't, I don't actually. Best Buy, I mean, uh, my, my wife got the deal worked out and uh, I don't really know what the, what the implications are with the deal, I mean. Okay. It's just poor part parts of the business, you know? I must confess at this point, I'm not a very good businessman. I'm not a I'm not business minded at all. Although, I, I, I want to give people a fair crack. Uh, with Best Buy, they seem to have been okay with us. You know, they've not put any restrictions on us at all. Yeah, yeah. I know they're not putting restrictions on you. I just think it's it's
2: kind of ironic. You've got Marilyn Manson who have stickers on their album, and an 18 a kid who's under you know,
1: 18. No, it doesn't put a sticker on an album. it, it, so it flies at the box quicker because people <laughs> think with the sticker, it's got to have some controversy, so they want to buy the controversy. Right. Yeah. best <laughs> way to sell an album with a fucking sticker on it. Okay. The uh, the one of the, the best parts parts of the, your last tour was the movies at the beginning of yeah, it yeah we're going to was... have this real but not the same video we're going to do I think, I, think the I was working on a new one we're going to put that, uh, that, that, that all video on video uh, on on Oz Records video thing it's really interesting really funny. it's funny it's a good spoof yeah that oh, was it was very very funny yeah, it, was, it was a great opening there's a load of it that we never got played you know we, there's a, a shitload we're be putting out on the video at any time now it's all the stuff we never put on the show is coming out it's really a fucking funny thing it's very funny. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. That should be yeah, great. Yeah. Um, two quick other things. I let
2: you go. One is um, in the Howard Stern movie. Were you? Uh, you're in the movie, but when the actual event happened, were you actually backstage at the MTV Awards when he no, did that? No, for no, thing? no. Oh, okay. So you just happen to be in the movie. That's yeah, all yeah.
1: I, I mean, uh, Howard's a very good friend. He's a very good dear first friend of mine. You know. Uh-huh. He's another one that's very uh, uh, mis- 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 misunderstood. You know, he's a very sweet man. You know. Yeah. Very Okay, and uh, and finally, uh, the question I wanted to ask
2: you was for another story I'm working on. I've been asking everybody I interview, if you became the overlord of pop music, what would be the first thing that you would change? Uh,
1: censorship. Yeah. There just wouldn't be any. What? There wouldn't be any. Because it's freedom of the art, you know, I mean, because there's more, I mean, uh, censorship is, is, is ludicrous, I mean, but then, then again, when you got censorship, you got people for the shock value. right about killing people and harming people. Yeah, I just want to ask you one other thing. Do you think that, that um, has, has there ever been anything
2: to fear from rock and roll music? The only thing to fear is fear itself. Right, <laughs> okay. All right, that's great. Anything else you want me to tell people, Ozzy? Just come to the show and have the best time of your life. Okay, that's great. I, I really appreciate it. I'll talk to you again. All right, take care.
0: Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the Tapes Archive podcast. Please remember, you can always find more information about the show and the individual episodes at our website, thetapesarchive.com. Until next time, the vault is closed.